Minor League Spring Training is here, which means baseball is back, baby. So excited. There's a bunch of guys that I'm really excited to watch this year, and I want to tell you about them. I got some top prospects I'm eagerly checking out this spring. Got some mid-level guys, and I've got some deep sleepers for you. Stay tuned. You are Locked On MLB Prospects, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes, welcome on into Locked On MLB Prospects, your home for all things minor league baseball. I'm your host, Lindsey Crosby, baseball writer for Sports Illustrated. Thank you for making us your first listen every single day. And spring training is here. Guys are in camps for the minor leagues. Uh, absolutely love to see it. Love to see this back. And I want to tell you about some of the guys that I am eagerly, eagerly watching this year and following as they go through. And I think there's nobody that I'm interested in watching more then Yankee shortstop Anthony Volpe, 2019 first round pick out of high school, um, struggled in 2019 in pro ball, in rookie ball, because he had mono. Then he lost 2020. Then the Yankees didn't have any sort of instructional league or anything like that. So all he got was 2021's um, one full season there since he got drafted in 2019. And, um, yeah, all he did was hit 294, 423, 604 with 27 homers and 33 stolen bases in 109 games. I mean, my goodness. So uh, he's got I mean, maximum, like average exit velo is almost 92 miles an hour, max of 108. I mean, the kid can crush the ball. Uh, he's able to, to um, handle elite spin. He can handle velo. He can handle changes in speed. Uh, he doesn't get flustered. He can hit uh, guys from both sides, um, you know, kind of handle, c- control the at-bat uh, and and stay alive until he gets a pitch that he can hit. He doesn't give at-bats away. And then defensively, he's a guy, he's got average range. He's got average arm. I think that he could stay at shortstop if the Yankees needed him to. I just think eventually there will be somebody, maybe an Oswald Peraza, maybe somebody else who will come in and take and just be a better defensive shortstop, and they and he will move off of it to either second or third. Um, but absolutely, offensively, like offense is what carries him. He is uh, as good as advertised from what we have seen. Uh, hits the ball with authority. Looks really good. I I kind of have him as a dark horse. You know, depending on on how things go, a dark horse to end up somewhere in that top five prospects in baseball if 2022 looks like 2021 did. I expect him to start off at double A this year. We'll see if he does well. He may end up in triple A by the end of the year, and I think he'll be one of the top prospects in baseball. Just a guy that I'm absolutely, um, absolutely thrilled to watch and, and very excited to get to see what he does going forward. Um, again, think he's a good player. And what's really interesting is there's him and there's his teammate from high school. So Jack Leiter is a guy, Leiter, Leiter, I should get that right. Uh, obviously went to Vanderbilt, um, but they were in high school together. And um, now he has probably one of the best pitch mixes in the minor leagues. So 
number one prospect for the Rangers. And he's he's honestly, he's got four good pitches. So the fastball uh, averages mid-90s, 95, can touch 99. Um, good, So good velo. It's got good spin to it. Um, it is... It is really good, especially when he throws it up in the zone. Um, so it can it can become a plus plus pitch. Right now, it's just a plus pitch, just a plus pitch. Uh, but he's also got a a a what I like a curveball, like a strong downward kind of diving curveball. Throws in the high seventies, um, plus pitch as well. And then he's got both a slider. And it's changeup. He almost never throws the changeup. At college, it was like 4% of the time. But it's still got plenty of swings and misses. Uh, the slider is something where, same thing, he didn't use it as much. It's one of those um, kind of slicing sliders that just cuts across the zone. Same thing. gets Generates lots of swings and misses. Good movement on it. Doesn't use it nearly enough. And it's just one of those, like, he looks this good throwing these two pitches never mind he's got two additional pitches that are above average to plus pitches that he's just not even using that much so he needs to incorporate those in you do have to ask about his size he's a little bit of a smaller guy so the concern is physically can he can he handle the workload required and we saw uh, in 2021 he skipped a start in college and it was due to fatigue so he's 61205. You look for him to have put on some good weight, look for him to have a little bit more of a frame where he can handle that workload. But a, a guy, I expect him to start off a double A. And I mean, I'm not gonna say he's not I'm not saying he's gonna be up this year, but to rapidly progress through that Ranger system and be available sometime soon. Just absolutely great player. Uh Brady House, shortstop for the Nationals. It's a guy, one of the, I think one of the um one of the best players in the draft last year was 11 overall. Uh, I think it was a, like a $5 million bonus or something, but went only got about 60 at-bats in rookie ball. Uh, 322, 394, 576. Hit uh, four or five home runs. And it's just power. Like His power is the tool, right? Like It is, it is very loud, um, you know, just, just very, very powerful offensively. And then he's got a cannon of a right arm. And it's something where he makes the routine plays. He's not incredibly flashy. Um, you kind of have to wonder if he is going to stay it short or if he's going to move. I could see him moving somewhere at, you know, moving to a third, moving possibly to a, you know, to an outfield spot, depending on on how on how quick he can run, what his speed looks like. But just cannon of an arm, um, tons tons of uh, of hit tool, uh, power especially, and a guy that I want to see do more, um, get a chance to hit full season ball and and crush some baseballs. I love crushing. I love watching most crush baseballs. That's all there is to it. Um, okay. Marcelo Mayer, short Meyer, shortstop for the Red Sox. Um, 2019 first rounder. And um, I'm sorry, 20... <laughs> 2021 first rounder and and he's he's a guy to me that really just makes baseball look easy i mean he's he's graceful uh, you watch him like defensively he's a good shortstop i think he'd be probably like an elite defender at third uh but 
either way, um, very, very advanced, um, very advanced approach at the plate. So he he looks a lot older than he actually is when he uh, strong play discipline, good decisions. He can draw walks. Uh, and he's a guy that apparently has never like didn't like never lifted weights in high school. So when you see that he's a 6'3, 188, he obviously has additional frame to um, you know, to get bigger, add more power to that. But a guy that, you know, I expect you get him in a professional weight room, you get him in, you know, with nutrition work and all of that, he's gonna be a guy where his power can can grow. Um Probably going to start at low A. We'll finish up in high A, maybe even double A, depending on how he on how he does and how he acclimates. But just absolutely fantastic. And then George Kirby. George Kirby's a guy I'm really excited to watch. So the right hand pitcher for the Mariners. Uh, he's got a plus fastball. He's got a plus slider. I like the curveball and the change both. And the, but the thing to me is he like his control. His control is elite. He's got such a great ability to place a ball to put it exactly where he wants it to be. So uh, his fastball is mid to upper nineties. He can locate it both sides of the plate. Like I said, exactly where he wants it. Uh, even when you know it's coming, you're going to swing and you're going to miss it. Uh, he's got a slider that's mid to upper eighties. He's got a, um, a curve ball that's right around 80 miles an hour. He's got a change up 85 or so. Um, doesn't have as great control over that as it does a fastball, but it plays really well off the fastball. And so just intimidating pitcher to face. Uh, probably going to come up, make it to the majors at some point in time this year, uh, obviously depending on um, the lockout and time in the minors and all that stuff. But a guy, I expect him to come up and has the potential to be a number one or number two, a really good, um, really good hitter. And... If you are like, you know, I think that he's a guy, he, he's going to be able to leave an impact wherever he goes. And if you are someone who is trying to um, leave an impact, then you need to check out the new book, Mission Possible. So if you're ready to discover your purpose, Mission Possible uh, is written and read by New York Times bestselling author and athlete and former baseball player, Tim Tebow. It encourages you to find your inspiration, pursue your purpose, and create a life for yourself that counts. Ignite a new spark in your life through this new inspirational listen. Mission Possible by Tim Tebow is available everywhere audiobooks are sold. Okay, so uh, I've also got a little bit lower level, but some guys that are really interesting when you look at the combination of the uh, the power on base percentage, things like that. Guys that I think can do some stuff. So Khalil Lee, outfielder for the Mets. Um, always had a really good walk rate. I didn't necessarily realize how much power he had. Uh, he got he had the best slugging numbers of his career last year at AAA, and that's something where, where kind of came out of nowhere. What I'm going to need for him to do is to not be as selective. He's, he's too selective. I want to say he has one of the lowest swing percentages in baseball. I mean, so it's like 37% as far as like number of swings or, you know, how many swung at pitches. And so... You saw the end of the year, he started swinging more. And when he did that, he started generating more extra base hits, uh, showing more power. And so if he can either get more aggressive at the plate and attack pitches that he can hit and hit hard, or 
if he can kind of show defensively that he is going to stick in center field. Um, his he's not he runs decently, but he's not like a he's not a absolute just super speedy guy like his stolen base numbers would make you think. So um, I think he's better than what he showed last year for the Mets. But he's a guy who um, once he can get into camp, get some 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 playing time. I think he's going to be somebody that can really take a leap, uh, make that next step. Um, so Brewers outfielder Joey Weimer, um, he pretty low strikeout rate. Um, when he does get the ball, he gets it pretty hard. Uh, big arm, big bat to this guy. He's going to be a good outfielder for you. I think a lot. I think like four of these five guys are outfielders. I don't know how, how that happened for me, but um, so. Adjusted his swing last year because he kind of was sl- starting kind of slow. And after that, ended up hitting um, 27 home runs, 30 stolen bases in 109 games. And then went to the fall league and hurt his thumb. But quieting his swing a bit, he's done a lot of um, of tooling of that because there was a lot of moving parts in there. It was kind of slow. He's quicker to get into the zone now. But uh, if he can keep his strikeout rate down um, – as he gets to better pitching while he continues to just hit bombs like he's been doing, um, then he's going to be an impact outfielder. I think he's probably going to profile to right field, 6'5, 215. Absolute, like I said, can't like a howitzer on the on the arm of this dude. Um, and so you like where it plays up and right, but it's still obviously a weapon in center. Um, I want to see. One, him face better pitching and still keep his strikeouts low. And I want to see him, um, it's his it's his reaction and routes in center. I want to see if he can do that, continue to play center, or if he needs to move off the position. But either way, still absolutely think he'll go double A this year. Uh, I think he can play well. And then from there, you can see him making the jump um, to the big league team rather soon and, and, and helping them out quite a bit. Another guy. Uh, that I'm excited about, Kyle Stowers of the Orioles. So 2019 second rounder out of Stanford. And, you know, I'm a fan of Stanford baseball. Uh, so I, th- I think they're good. But he did well in 2019 in the short season league. Didn't go to the alternate site. Wasn't invited to come. And in 2021, just turned around and led um, all of the Orioles minor leaguers in home runs. Hit 27 across three levels. Shared the prospect of the year award, or the player of the year award with Adley Rutschman. And um, he's a guy like he takes huge swings. Doesn't really overswing. He does swing and miss a little too much. Uh, so, but when he makes contact, it's hard contact, and he gets barrels. So, what he's got to work on um, is he needs to keep his strikeouts like he needs to bring them under thirty percent. He's top ten in, in exit velo. Uh, you know, top. I guess he you has know, like. 95 plus exit, like balls hit with 95 plus exit below. He's top 10 in that, but he needs to make more consistent contact. Uh, so, you know, it, and you see that a lot from guys who do the big swings, but him, it's not chasing stuff. It's just like literally missing a mistake pitch in the middle of the zone. So he needs to get a little better uh, at that. But a guy that you love, um, you know, you love how big the swing is. You love, he has a plus arm. I think he'd be a good fit in the outfield, like in right field uh, next to Cedric Mullins for the Orioles. A guy I'm excited to watch. Um, another guy that I want to see 
And we talk about power. This is a guy everybody thinks of. It's Trey Cabbage. Um, so second, high, second highest exit velo in the minors last year, just behind um, O'Neill Cruz. Just behind O'Neill Cruz. Um, he's got one of the worst strikeout-to-walk ratios among qualifying players. So absolutely needs more plate discipline. And he's a guy, he's getting a little bit older. He'll be 25 in double A this year. And so I kind of feel like this is this is his chance. Like if he can improve his vision, not strike out as much, um, and then continue to hit balls hard, he has a chance to become actually be a viable prospect and make a major league team. This is probably his last chance. I'm going to be watching one because when he hits the, these things, they're nukes. I love watching these things. But then also, I want to see him make it. I want to see that this is probably his last chance to pan out if he wants a realistic shot at having a big league career or if he wants to be a career minor leader. And so this is it. I want to see him do it. And then because I had to find a guy that wasn't a uh, wasn't an outfielder because I found a bunch of outfielders. Um, Romy Gonzalez, uh, shortstop for the White Sox. Um, 18th rounder out of Miami. So didn't really show a lot. But then uh, came up in 2021 as far as like, you know, changing levels and had a great season. 24 home runs over 93 games. Uh, appeared in 10 games for the Sox last year. And the like pretty high exit below. I think one of the players higher than him is Trey Cabbage. And so it looks like he's added the power. He has a more refined approach at the plate. He's a guy where I'm going to be watching to see, you know, what can he be going forward? The White Sox, um, don't have a ton of depth on their farm. I think I rated them last in all the systems. So I want to see some guys um, from that system show some promise and show like they can help at the big league level. So hopefully the White Sox can get something out of Romy Gonzalez. Uh, he can be an effective major leaguer, but I'm going to be watching for him. In just a minute, I want to give you some of the just real short blurbs on some deep cuts, some deep sleepers that I have uh, this year. But first, today's episode is brought to you by our friends at Built Bar. Um, Built Bars are the most nutritious and best for you protein bars. That's not their copy. That's just what I'm saying. Uh, they are the protein bars that taste like candy bars. Uh, they are good for you. Uh, most Built Bars are 130 calories, 17 grams of protein. They're covered in 100% real chocolate, so you love to eat them. Um, white chocolate cookies and cream is a flavor. Mint brownie, coconut, coconut almond, peanut butter brownie. They were sending emails out just today about new flavors coming out all the time. So, uh, listen, go to built.com, check out the flavors, um, sign up for the, the mailing list so you see when they drop new ones. While you're there, use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCKED15 at built.com. And today's episode is also brought to you by our friends at Rock Auto. If you are buying parts for your car or truck or SUV or van, whatever you drive, odds are they're not going to have everything in stock at your local chain auto parts store. So you're going to go, you're going to pay the money for the convenience of having a building around like down the street, but you're not going to get the parts. You're still going to have to wait for them to come in the mail. If you're going to wait, just use rock auto rock auto. Uh, it's a family business. that has been serving DIYers for 20 plus years, reliable low prices for every single customer. No, no special programs, no memberships required, nothing like that. You can get all the parts you need for your car or truck. You can get, you know, brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil. You can get filters, you know, new headlights, whatever you might need for your car. Rock Auto has it. 
you go to the website, you put in the year, make and model the car, and it shows you literally every single category of thing that they sell for your car. You follow the links right there. Photos, uh, shows you how to decode the stickers, all that stuff. So go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in the how did you hear about us box. So they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliable prices, and all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. Okay, deep sleepers. We want some deep sleepers here. Um, I've got a list of probably nine or ten guys here that I just am going to be watching for, you know, deep cuts here. Real briefly on this. Um, shortstop Ryan Bliss of the Diamondbacks. I've mentioned him once before, but he's a, he, he's a short king. Surprising power for Ryan Bliss. And he, you know, above average defender at short. His arm is, is like fringy to average. And so there was a lot of talk when he got drafted about having to move him to second base. I think he can stick it short. And a lot of Arizona folks have been surprised at his defense uh, at short. He's a really hard worker, has a good internal clock. So he kind of knows exactly how much time he has to get the ball there. And it's something where, and this is the thing that we just don't really know how to, how to explain, but he's more than the sum of his parts. You see a guy who's that size, uh, you know, with, with that 60 time, shouldn't be hitting balls as hard as he is and getting, you know, and playing shortstop as well as he does. Grow to some of his parts. He's a guy I'm going to be watching. He was with uh, the Vanilla Rawhide last year. I expect him probably to move up a bit. Aggressive promotion, just given the fact that he had to fill some, backfill so many spots in AAA. So expect to move up a bit. Uh, Dodgers right-hand pitcher Emmett Sheehan. Okay. He's got a really good fastball. What I love about his fastball is when he throws it up in the zone. It is incredible. It is very hard to hit. Um, he has a changeup that when it's on, it is hard to hit as well. It is a uh, above average pitch. I'm not going to quite say plus, but above average pitch. The issue is it's not always on. He can't always spot it correctly. Um, but those two pitches, he's got a curveball he's working on. If he could improve the curveball, that would give him three pitches. I'd feel like you could um, you could use him in a, you know, as a, in a relief role, maybe even spot start him if you need to. But a guy, deep cut. I think is going to, you know, I'm excited to watch this year and kind of see what he does. Uh, Rangers outfitter Daniel Mateo. Really good defense in center field. And the Rangers have so many middle infielders. There's been conversation about moving a guy uh, to the, you know, to the outfield. But Daniel Mateo uh, can play center field already. Really good center field defense. And he's got good contact skills. And then the thing about, about Mateo is supposedly early reports we're getting are that he's added like 20 or 25 pounds of muscle. So I want to see what his power production does. If he can be a guy who can play a good defense, uh, make good contact, and then can chip in 15, 20 homers, I absolutely think that's somebody you would take in center field seven days a week and Sunday after church. Uh, just you know, a guy who could absolutely help you there. Uh, Blue Jays have a pitcher, lefty Adrian Hernandez. He has a fastball in the low to mid-90s. He's another one of these short king guys. Not so, you know, not so big a stature. I think he's going to probably just cap out a reliever, but fastball low to mid nineties. His change is a plus pitch. Um, need him to work on secondaries as well. You want to find something that can break besides just the fastball changeup combo, especially when you don't have elite velo on the fastball. Uh, but I think he can make an impact, and I'm curious to see what he does as far as working, adding spin and velo over the the winner. Uh, Cardinals right hand pitcher Enohan Paniagua. I think that's right. If it's not, let me know. I'm on Twitter at Crosby Baseball. Has a fat, has a good fastball. I mean, 96 or so. His curveball, uh, it can be plus. 
he needs more physical development. He's doing this 96 mile hour fastball uh, at 6'1", 150. So he's got the frame to add more weight. Uh, again, another guy who I want to see him figure out a third pitch. Uh, I want to see the physical development and where that takes him. If you just have a fastball curveball combo, as long as you can tunnel that well and disguise it pretty well, you absolutely, you know, and especially if, especially if the below picks up, you could be an impact reliever, but I'd love to see him develop a third pitch. Um, and then, you know, be, uh, have some time to, to make an impact there for St. Louis. Uh, the Rays, the Rays have another great pitching prospect, uh, left-hand pitcher, Mason Montgomery. So lively fastball. I like the fastball. His change is, is average slider is below average. Um, but he's a guy, another one of those guys better than some of his parts. He made some changes last year, stopped, just stopped the windup altogether. He come, he goes out of a, like an abbreviated stretch and it seemed to help him a bit with control. The slider can, can improve a bit. And then obviously given what Tampa does with their guys, how well Tampa can improve, it can improve pitchers. I like to think he's going to be able to make an impact. Tampa's going to know exactly where to use him, um, where that cur- uh, where that 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 change, and if the slider can get there, where the slider can go to make him an impact player. So, ability for him to go in there and do something. Mariners right-hand pitcher Brian Wu. So, um, 97 now, he can hit 100. Um, Wu is right. Like, woo! Um, has, above a- like, has an above-average slider, as is. You've got the speed there with the fastball. He's recovering from Tommy John surgery. So I want to see what he looks like after some of the Tommy John. I think he's a guy that he's going to be able to, to pitch at the level. He's got the velo to be a reliever. I just want to see what he does as he continues to recover um, from, from TJ. Brendan Davis, third baseman for the Angels. Fifth round pick in 2020. A little bit of a, of a, of a newer guy here, but finished 21 in AAA. Uh, had 30 homers in 124 games. So good power. I like what he does. Another one of those older minor league players. He'll turn 24 in AAA this year, but you have to think if Anthony Rendon stumbles, doesn't look right out of the injury, anything like that, Brandon Davis is a guy that they're going to at least give a shot to. They're going to look at, see what he can do. I think he can be an impact player. I think he's got some holes in his swing, but that's something that you figure out over time, AAA and the major league level. And the last guy is Twins infielder Eduardo Julian. Um, one of the few... I. Canadian, I believe, uh, but led all minor leaguers with 110 walks in 2021. Just absolutely fantastic plate discipline, great eye. Um, and he's one of seven players in the minors that had 15 home runs, 25 doubles, um, and a greater than 400 on base percentage. So, I mean, offensively, a good player, very patient at the plate, can pick and choose his moments. He profiles probably to be a corner outfielder. He's got below average speed. But I see him as a guy who could be a useful super utility guy for the Twins. He's got experience at first, experience at second, experience at third, experience at left field. He's a guy that you can keep on your roster. Uh, He's going to be able to pinch hit for you. He's going to be able to start as you need him to here and there. Spot starts here and there in the defense. Uh, Come in if somebody gets hurt in the middle of the game, be a defensive replacement, things like that. So incredibly useful guy to have. You're going to want him to be a pinch hitter. They're going to want him to do a bunch of stuff for you. Uh, But just a guy with a lot of versatility, a lot of skills. Um, As we keep going through minor league camp, I'm going to keep seeing some of these guys I'm really excited about and and 
tell you all, all about it. If you have somebody that you see you're really excited about, you either wanted to let me know or you want us to talk about it on the show, I'm on Twitter at Crosby Baseball. The show's on Twitter at Locked On Farm. If you stay tuned, we've got a, a great talk with our friends from Locked On uh, Rockies coming, as well as our final, the final um, divisional preview of our Farm Friday series with the National League West this Friday. Uh, but until then, this has been Locked On MLB Prospects. Uh-huh.